everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Graduate Thoughts Podcast. As I said in the second episode where I have talked about student accommodation and which I'm strongly recommending you to visit, in this fourth episode I will talk about my experience as a first year student in London. I will also touch a little bit over my experience with exams, courses and I will certainly talk about teachers and colleagues. So let's dive directly in the fourth episode of the Graduate Thoughts Podcast. As a first year student, in order to enrich your social life and to better integrate with the student experience, I would recommend you to get the best out of what universities are offering to you. So how can you do that? One step is to become a member of the societies available in your university. Those societies are social clubs where you will meet people with same passions and activities with you. For example, UCL has a lot of sports societies like the boxing society, the football society, the tennis society. So if you have talent in a specific sport, you should definitely um, join those kind of sports uh, societies because you get the chance to participate in national competitions. Or maybe you are passionate about dancing and I'm sure you will find a dancing society inside your university and if you are joining uh, this kind of society, you will get a chance to be involved in different projects and events organized by the dancing society. Uh, and I'm, I'm strongly recommending you to join those societies because it is a good way of spending your free time and as I said, you have the chance to, to be involved in uh, interesting projects and sometimes national competitions. But there are also uh, there, there are also uh, degree-related uh, societies. For example, I was a member of the Mechanical Engineering Society as I have graduated in this specialty. But also, I was a member of the UCL Economic Society. The idea is that uh, those kind of degree-related societies are organizing very interesting events where you will have the chance to hear the stories of different CFOs, CEOs in some cases, in general people who are playing important roles in big companies. Some, and some of those speeches are life-changing and very motivating. You get, to, you get to hear the stories of people who are more experienced than you in a specific domain. So you should become a member of such related degrees, of such related degree societies, because it can be an, an interesting experience. Now, there are also societies related to different countries, like the Romanian society from UCL or the Greek society, the Turkish society, and so on. You, you got the idea. Uh, those kind of social clubs are a good way to meet with other people from your country and why not to bond long-lasting uh, friendships. Um, in, in those 
country related uh, societies you may be involved in projects like uh, promoting the values traditions and cultures from your country to such a big uh, audience uh, that you will definitely find in a multicultural environment like the academic environment so definitely become a member of uh, the society of your country and get involved in the activities they they are organizing for you um, now i have I have spoken a lot about uh, those um, activities related to the societies but there are also uh, things that you can undertake directly for your university. Um, most of the universities are, uh, let's say, creating different projects where students can get involved for free or they can also get paid for their, uh, for their time and their uh, effort. For example, uh, I was uh, I, I was in a project uh, created by UCL uh, where I got paid for my activity there, but also I get uh, I, I got a chance to enrich my project man my project management skills. So check out those kind of projects created by your university because you you can benefit from both aspects. You can uh, get some let's say nice money it's not so much but it's, it's good but also it will be good for your cv uh, because you get the chance to uh, to, re to really uh, develop some of your skills like time management skills project management skills and so on so definitely check out those kind of projects inside your uh, university now moving outside university as uh, as a first-year student, uh, if you want to do activities outside university, I want to guarantee you that you have a lot of options, especially in London, which is a very vibrant city and you have uh, a list of options when it comes to spending your free time. So, if you are into parties and you are studying at UCL, um, University College London has its own um, drinking place, like a pub, with uh, good music and the advantages, uh, there are two uh, advantages, one is that the beer is quite, uh, quite cheap and the other one is that only UCL students have access to this place. Um, and of course there are a lot of clubs, uh, clubs in uh, London which have very good uh, student discounts and they have uh, they are undertaking a lot of um, student events so it may be an interesting experience especially if you've never been into a London club but if you're not into those kind of activities you still have the beautiful London parks like the Hyde Park or Regent's Park which by the way the last one is quite close to UCL and you can enjoy a very relaxing afternoon in those parks Talking about uh, attraction spots uh, near University College London, I have to mention the British Museum, which is, let's say, 10 minutes walk from UCL, and it is a real charming experience. You will find a lot of interesting uh, things, and you will, you will see a lot of interesting paintings inside the, the British Museum. So you, sh you certainly should visit the British Museum because it is free, 
and it's not so crowded as other uh, attraction spots. From my personal experience, I've never, uh, I've never uh, been in a situation of waiting too much to get inside the, the British Museum. So definitely check out uh, this place because you can enrich your knowledge a lot. The list of activities can continue uh, with escape rooms, concerts. There are also uh, those kind of seasonal activities. For example, in winter you can visit the Winter Wonderland in Hyde Park. But as a general idea, uh, London is, as I said, a vibrant city and you have very, very little chances to get bored in such city. And if you want to be up to date to what is happening uh, uh, in your town, uh, there are a lot of apps uh, which are presenting you the activities and events you can uh, attend in your area. Okay, so I have talked in the last, in the last episode about uh, the food from uh, the canteen uh, of your student dorm, but I didn't uh, give you more details about alternatives to what you can eat uh, beside the food from the canteen. In this sense, um, I may give you my personal experience. So, students always prefer uh, pubs because they are more affordable and they have a lot of uh, students' discounts. And of course, they are offering uh, tasty food and big portions. But if you want something, uh, let's say, um, at a higher class, something uh, fancier, you uh, restaurants uh, win over pubs. The good news is that you can still eat at a restaurant in London, which will offer you good food uh, and big portions without leaving you bankrupt. So in this sense, I would recommend you to check out uh, the Turkish, uh, the Greek and the Italian restaurants. Now, I want to make here a small parenthesis and I want to inform you that the prices vary from area to area. Uh, in Fitzrovia, which is the area of University College London, um, I found the prices to be, let's say, quite, quite decent. While moving to Imperial College London, which is situated in Kensington area, the prices get a little bit higher. You will feel the difference if you're coming from an area like Fisrovia and you're going to uh, a more, uh, let's say, expensive area like Kensington. And you will feel this difference in many, in many uh, aspects, starting with food, um, even uh, clothes stores. So, yeah, uh, but you should definitely uh, uh, give it a search on the internet to see where are the best prices. Uh, uh, where are the, which are the best prices in uh, London when it comes to eating uh, and spending your free time. Now, I have left the transportation aspect the last because uh, this has uh, a great importance. The main idea is that you need to get an Oyster card which you can find it at the tube stations and you can pop up it with money with cash or card, both ways work, every time you need. Uh, this Oyster card gives you access to buses, uh, tubes and even trains. The less 
the less pleasant part is that sometimes these means of transportation can get very crowded, especially in the rainy days and of course in rush hours. But if you want to avoid such uh, situations, you can use the uh, you can use this means of transportation during lunchtime because this is uh, the pe the period when it is not so crowded. get more detailed about the university related topics like courses, exams, teachers and so on. The general idea is that the difficulty of courses vary from subject to subject regardless the degree you are studying. Um, I remember that we started the first year with one of the hardest courses of all the free academic years and this is engineering dynamics. So if you want to study mechanical engineering, uh, it doesn't count if you are going to UCL or another university because there is a big chance uh, you will encounter engineering dynamics in your academic years. The idea is that this course requires a lot of effort and uh, attention to understand all the complex formulas and concepts and I want to... Um, uh, make you aware the fact that the difficulty of courses is not increasing from year to year. You will not have the, let's say, most difficult courses in your fourth year or in your fourth year of studies. As, as I uh, said, uh, you can start uh, even in the first year with one of the hardest courses of your degree. So. As a general guideline to you as upcoming students, regardless the subject you are studying and, uh, you, and the university you are applying to, you should attend as much classes as you can, you should try to do all the tutorials they are asking you to do. And one trick I was uh, using when I was a student, um, let's say with two hours before getting to the class, I had a quick look over the PowerPoint slides of the course I was attending in that day. So when I got to the class, uh, things were getting clearer because what I have read in the PowerPoint slides were completing with uh, the teacher's explanations. You should try this uh, trick uh, in your academic years because you will see it will help you a lot uh, in order to better understand the concepts and the materials uh, you are learning at a specific class. And speaking about teachers, I want to say that they are always happy to help you in any sense. So you if you have an uncertainty about uh, the course, you can ask your teachers for further, for further explanations. Um, they, they usually spend a few, few more minutes after the class uh, ends uh, because they are waiting for students to, let's say, attack them with uh, different questions and uh, uncertainties they have uh, regarding the, the material of their, uh, of their uh, course. 
One thing I want to mention here is that you will not only have English teachers, like there is a, let's say, a small chance that you will have only English teachers at your university, and this is the case of uh, UCL as well. I had teachers coming from various countries like Italy, Greece, India, and for me it was not a problem, but some of my colleagues encountered uh, difficulties in understanding teachers who had an English accent influenced by the country they were coming from. Um, overall, you, you have all the courses on the online platform of your faculty, so you can still consult the online materials if you, if you are having uh, problems in understanding your uh, uh, teacher's uh, explanations during class. Moving on the exam topics, I want to mention the fact that at University College London there is only one exam session which usually starts in April, end of April, beginning of May, so something, um, something like this. So you don't have a winter session and a summer session, you just have one session in May and of course the summer assessments if you are failing one of the exams. In my opinion, this way of arranging the exams is advantageous from one point of view, but also has drawbacks from another point of view. The advantage is that uh, your winter holiday will be a relaxing one because you don't need to stress too much about the exams. But the drawback is that in May, uh, when the exam session starts, you need to refresh your memory for courses that you have done in the first semester, which is usually in October, November, somewhere like this. So. It is quite an effort to refresh your knowledge about uh, the courses you have done five or six months ago. But the good part is that teachers are arranging review sessions where you meet with your professors from first and second semester and they will uh, somehow try to help you to refresh your memory and they, they, they are always giving you hints of what to expect from your exam paper. So make sure you attend those uh, review sessions because it will help you a lot. Now, as far as I know, each university has its own way of arranging the exams. So if you are attending another university than UCL, you may have a winter exam exam session as well, because this organizational stuff vary from university to university. In my case, at uh, University College London, they were arranging the exams in bigger venues, which were quite far from UCL. And this happens because UCL is not equipped with um, such spacious venues in order to ensure enough space for all the students who are having exam in that day. You will see that at UCL you uh, will have exams with colleagues from other degrees. So in the exam day you will be in the same venue with students from philosophy, geography, political science, civil engineering. 
there is a mix of degrees during uh, these exam uh, dates and this way of arranging uh, the exams is not always the best idea from my point of view and it can also turn the other way around and cause some problems but I will talk about this in the next episode when the topic will be my experience as a second year student. The only scenarios when you will have exams inside a UCL building is when you have a special condition uh, which limits your ability to travel long distances and of course if you have a summer assessment. Summer assessments uh, are, taken, uh, are taken inside the UCL buildings. But as I said, um, these things vary from university to university, so it may be different in your case if you are attending uh, another university than UCL. One thing that is uh, common for, let's say, almost all the universities in UK is the multicultural environment created by all the students who are coming from so many different countries. And this is the case of UCL as well. Uh, from my point of view, this is a good thing from your student life because you get a chance to, uh, let's say, to taste a little bit of what it feels to live uh, in a specific country and you get to make good uh, friendships with students who are coming from another culture than yours. Nevertheless, I have noticed that uh, people coming from the same country, um, they tend to create those small groups. But in, in the end, it, it's normal because they are speaking the same language, they have somehow uh, same jokes, they have a lot of things in common as they are coming from the same country and you will certainly see those national groups uh, inside your university like the Chinese group, the Spanish group, Italian group uh, and this is the case for me as well even if I, even if I, even if I have uh, good friends at uh, my degree who are coming from Germany, uh, United, Ar United Arab Emirates, China Still, I spend the most of my time with Romanians and you will see that when you will get to university you will tend to do the same thing and make connections with people who are coming from the same country with you. Overall, I think it is, it's a good um, opportunity for you to be uh, in the same uh, environment with people who are coming from so many different cultures and countries. I think it will help you a lot in your uh, personal development as uh, first-year students. Okay, so this was uh, the fourth episode. Um, I think I have uh, touched the most relevant uh, aspects from my first uh, year experience as a student in UK and as usual if you think that you want more information about a specific part from this episode or if you want me to talk about something that I did not mention please uh, raise this problem in the comment section and I will certainly uh, talk about uh, about uh, the things that you want and uh, till next time, uh, I wish you the best and we will see you again 
next time with other graduate dots. See you.